0: It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's to Your Health provides valuable information from Dr. Kevin Sherrett for the betterment of our personal and community health. Brought to you by the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital. Here's Roy Hatfield. Time once again for Here's to Your Health, a joint production of the Rural Health Clinics of Green Memorial Hospital, serving... Jamestown, Cedarville, and Yellow Springs, and Real Roots Radio, where we join our good friend, Dr. Kevin Sherritt, every Tuesday morning at 9.30, and the good doctor kind enough to join us. Dr. Sherritt, welcome into the program. Great to hear your voice again. How are you, sir?
1: Good morning, Roy. Never better. How are you?
0: Well, you know, we're just trying to make it through this crazy world in which we live uh, now that uh, the Thanksgiving holiday has uh, passed, and we're a few weeks away from Christmas, and uh, we kind of wait to see if uh, the dreaded surge will come uh, after Thanksgiving. A, a lot of people who traveled, uh, even though the uh, CDC said that may not be the best plan of action, and, and we talked about it I guess uh, my first question to you, doctor, is is I had read something uh, uh, with uh, some of the experts saying if you did travel for Thanksgiving, you should be tested. Would you recommend that course of action as well?
1: You know, Roy, I think we just, as always, you have to use common sense. I have patients, you know, asking me, and and certainly testing is is never going to be, you know, absolutely wrong to do. Um, If you're, you know, if you're in an area that is absolutely where you've been at risk and people will say, well, you don't know if you've been at risk and I guess you haven't. So with that in mind, uh, testing is probably the best policy, but you know, if you, uh, if you traveled, you're self-employed, you're a farmer, you're, you know, you're not going to be out in, in the circulation so to speak and your, um, uh, exposure was small, you know, I think just use common sense and use, use good judgment. You, You look at, um, I think they said something like 1.2 million people flew over the Thanksgiving holiday, something like that. You may know that number, uh, which is down, I think, 60 percent from what they said last year. But that's still a lot of people, um, you know, to be tested. So I think you uh, you use good judgment, use your common sense. Certainly anybody that has any symptoms at all, and as we know, the symptoms are are uh, multiple symptoms that, uh, you know, can be exhibited, then certainly I think you absolutely should be tested, especially if you're in any kind of position where you could expose someone else.
0: Dr. Kevin Sherrod, joining us on Real Roots Radio on Here's to Your Health. Uh, doctor, uh, we've talked a lot about the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, we've had some great efficacy numbers uh, on that. And then uh, from Moderna, uh, we're also seeing like a 94% uh, efficacy rate. A- and the thing that, that I think is really exciting to medical professionals is a 100% Prevention of severe COVID cases. Talk about how important that is.
1: Oh, it's just it's it's absolutely a game changer. It's absolutely um, you know amazing when you look at the effect the efficacy of these vaccines. And there's been a lot of talk about the vaccines. Are they safe? Should you know? Patients are asking me every day. You know, should we take the vaccine? Are you going to take the vaccine? And you know, the way I look at the vaccines. Um, My mother had polio, and I know in the uh, years that she grew up, polio was a major, major uh, health threat uh, for our country and for our world. And I asked patients, you know, when's the last time you worried about getting a good case of polio? And the patients uh, universally say, well, no, we, we don't worry about polio. Well, the reason we don't worry about polio is because there's a vaccine. Now, having said that, this vaccine, these vaccines that are coming out, and these vaccines are different. It's interesting. The um, Pfizer vaccine, the Moderna vaccines are what we call messenger RNA vaccines. The um, other vaccines are actually killed virus vaccines. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine is a one-step vaccine. The others are two-step vaccines. So, I mean, these vaccines are not, um, are not all identical. But having said that, the efficacy of these vaccines and the safety of these vaccines are better than what we've had in the past. And so when you look at that from a medical standpoint, that is exciting. And when you look at it uh, from the standpoint of the hospitalizations that we're fighting right now, our hospitals are are being stretched right now locally, they're being stretched as well as nationally. And when you look at not only this vaccine has a 95% uh, 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 efficacy in preventing the illness, but it has 100% efficacy in uh, preventing major uh, symptoms of the illness, I mean, that immediately alleviates our concerns and our strain on our health system. So from that standpoint, it's, it's really an exciting development.
0: No doubt about that, doctor. Um, I think in the governor's press conference yesterday, he talked about uh, possibly uh, the Pfizer vaccine being uh, in Ohio somewhere around the 15th of December, possibly Moderna around the 22nd. No, those aren't concrete dates, but, uh, you know, just some targets, I guess, to shoot at. Uh, Doctor, uh, I believe the governor was on CBS this morning talking about how uh, those uh, shots will be distributed. He's, he's talked about in his press conferences giving more information on Thursday. Uh, have you been made privy to any of that kind of information?
1: You know, I, I really haven't. Other than there's a couple things, I know that the states have to have their final um, plans in place by December 4th, which is this Friday. They call that the lock and load date. And so the uh, it's my understanding that the states have to have their plans in place and formalized to the federal government by that date it's my understanding that the federal government has the vaccine right now in storage depots keep in mind this vaccine has to be stored at 70 below zero it's my understanding then that we're going to see shipments start to take place sometime next week to these designated areas that are designated by the plan that the states have to submit by friday and it's my understanding, then, that once the vaccine is secured, then the, the, uh, the uh, distribution will begin and the administration will begin. It's also my understanding that um, there have been sites that have been picked locally and they've not all been made publicly yet. And in other words, I don't think the plan has been completely finalized. I think, you know, we'll see the governor make those announcements probably Thursday afternoon because they have to have it submitted by Friday. And uh, I do know that uh, Mercy Health in uh, Springfield, the hospital in Springfield, I think, has a storage facility that will accommodate that that temperature. And I know there will be others in the area as well. They just, to my knowledge, they've not been announced yet.
0: Dr. Kevin Sherrod, our guest on Real Roots Radio. Uh, Dr. Uh... Since the last time we spoke, there have been a couple of studies uh, that have come out about coronavirus and, and, you know, we've talked about this before. This really is a moving target because we're learning more as the day goes on and sometimes we learn something that we thought in the past was right, then it was wrong. Uh, There's been a lot, and I'm sure there will be more studies about, you know, how long uh, protection lasts, the antibodies after coronavirus and some other studies. What are you seeing in the medical journals?
1: You know, there, every day there are, is new information coming out. And uh, one of the things that caught my interest this week was there was a study that was done that um, they had taken individuals, unfortunately, that had succumbed to the coronavirus. And at the time of autopsy, they they cultured uh, different parts of the body. And the virus in those individuals 100 uh, percent of the time was isolated in the in the nose and isolated in the brain. And, uh, you know, one of the real interesting things about this virus is the symptom of losing your smell and losing your taste. And uh, it seems to be, you know, pretty distinctive that, that patients and calls that we get, uh, we have patients call us and say, hey, I can't taste my toothpaste. Um, and we test them. Uh, the majority of the time, those people are coming back positive, you know, especially if they've had a known exposure. So um, the um, research on this is ongoing and the, the, um, we know that the virus does. Uh, uh go through the blood brain barrier to the to the brain and that it from the nose and we know that it does have an effect on on smell. So anyway, um having said that, in terms of the immunity, the antibody immunity, what we're learning is is that it may not last as long as we'd hoped, you know, obviously you'd hope for lifelong or or uh, uh, you know, a period of years. It does not appear that the antibodies are holding on that long. What we don't know yet is the cellular immunity, which is just as important as the antibody immunity. And uh, right now, the jury's still out on that. So, we're, you know, uh, common sense would tell us that the cellular cellular immunity is lasting uh, longer than the antibody immunity, but that's yet to be determined. The practical part of that is patients are asking is, you know, is if I've had the COVID, uh, do I need to get the vaccine? And um, the short answer is, you know, we're not sure... What the long-term immunity is, but we don't at this point feel like that it is uh, definitely. It does not appear that it's lifelong for sure, and definitely, you know, it looks like it's a matter of months instead of years. So the short answer to that again is is that even if you've had the COVID, when the vaccine does become available and it is widely available, uh, that it would still be a good idea to take the vaccine because we're not certain about your long-term immunity, even if you've, you know, had a good case of the virus.
0: Dr. Kevin Sherrod, our guest on Real Roots Radio. Uh, doctors, we look a little closer to home. Uh, what are you seeing uh, in the rural health clinics at Green Memorial Hospital and uh, hearing from community leaders around the area? Uh, I know uh, just in the last hour, uh, we were notified that Xenia community schools are going to be going to remote learning starting December 7th, and their tentative plan is to have that run all the way till February the 1st.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we're seeing is is that the positivity rate statewide we're seeing is at 14.5 percent which is the highest it's ever been and and basically what that tells us is is that the virus is active it's active in the state it's active in our community Um, as you know the governor has said western Ohio right now is the is the hot spot and continues to be uh, for this virus now locally we're seeing what people expect and what people know the people that are listening know that the virus is affecting their friends their family and even, you know, many of our listeners that are listening are being affected by the virus as we speak. And so it is becoming more active in our community. We are seeing that. Our, our telephone load has went up. The calls coming in has went up. The patients we're seeing have went up. The admissions to the hospital, you know, it, it follows a chain of, uh, of succession. So um, the majority of the people who contract the virus, fortunately, do extremely well. And that's, that's an important message that everybody needs to get is that um, if you've contracted the virus, contract your, or contact your primary care provider, which is what people are doing, and we're advising those people on what to do safely at home to monitor the situation at home. If the need arises and escalates, we can uh, make the uh, necessary um, uh, plans to get uh, you to the best care that you need. So far, our hospitals are able to accommodate the load that we're seeing, there, there may be a little bit of a wait in the ER until a COVID bed becomes available, but we've been able to get everybody admitted. Everybody's been able to get the care that they need, and uh, the outcomes have really been uh, exemplary and better than expected. But the, uh, it is active out there. We're going to see more schools being affected. Uh, it does uh, travel in communities and areas. Um, you know, the Jamestown community, uh, the middle school was shut down for a period of time, it opened back up this week. As we see that school open, we're hearing that, you know, that's having an impact in the Xenia schools now. And so just as you said, they're going to go to the um, remote um, learning as well, you know, for this timeframe. So it is spreading and active. I know you followed uh, Dr. Scott Godley. You've mentioned that a few times and uh, he came out recently and and was projecting that up to 30% of the population in the United States would be infected with his virus by the end of this year, which is just a few weeks away. I thought that was a pretty dramatic statement. And he went on to say that if 20% of the population becomes vaccinated in the first 90 days of next year, that uh, in his mind uh, as a public health official, that that would be a dramatic game changer for the virus in terms of the spread of the virus. And that we would see the numbers drop, you know, very dramatically at that point in time. So there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we don't, uh, you know, obviously, you don't want to uh, contract this virus if you don't have to, but we know the majority of the people do well who do contract it. Everyone who contracts it, we're one step closer to uh, herd immunity. And so, as people contract the virus and as the vaccine rolls out here in the days ahead, we should see the tide change in terms of the numbers and hospitalizations and all of the impacts that this virus has.
0: Dr. Kevin Sherrod, always a pleasure to uh, chat with you. We will do this again next Tuesday right around 930. And once again, we hope to have some better news for folks.
1: Absolutely, Roy. Stay safe.
0: You too, my friend. Thank you.
1: There's only three things that are worth a solitary dime. That's why the Real Roots Radio app is free. Head to
0: realrootsradio.com for all of the details.